Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What happens when a bunch of coworkers conspire to keep another man down while trying to hide it from the president of the company? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, want to get more money by making me look dumb? Have fun paying damages. So this happened a while ago, just remembered it after reading some posts. I was broke and living in a homeless shelter when this happened. So I was in the homeless shelter. Some guy pulls up and asks me and some other guy if we wanted to move his stuff from his house to his new apartment. Said he'd pay us 25 bucks for an hour to an hour and a half of work. Pretty sweet deal and I needed the money so obviously I said yes. The guy who went with me was in his 50s and I was in my early 20s. Small white kid. He kept making me look dumb and slow, doing everything faster than me and criticizing every little move. Even the guy who owned the stuff said he didn't know what he was on. I mean, this dude jogged down the stairs carrying some pictures to the U-Haul. Whatever, not gonna lose my crap because some random dude's having a bad day. I realized later the reasoning behind it when he asked for $50 instead of $25 because he did my work for me. Go figure. Anyway, we were almost done, just carrying the fridge down the stairs. He was already sketchy in itself, going downstairs with a fridge on a dolly. He was again trying to make it look like he did all the work, trying to push the dolly down the stairs by himself. I offered to help on the other side, but all he said was, No, you're just going to mess it all up. Just hold the cord in the back. I could already see where this was going, but heck, what do I know? He gets about halfway down, and the fridge fell off the dolly and hit the wall. He tried blaming me, saying, that's why you should go on the other side to help. But I played the innocent part. Oh, I'm sorry, I was just listening to you, I had no idea. He knew I was playing dumb, but he just gave me a stare because he knew he was in the wrong. The owner of the house came down and asked what happened. I told him I just held the cord, the other guy dropped the fridge. He knew what probably happened, what with the other guy giving me a hard time and everything. Made him pay 50 bucks for the damages basically $25, since he still gave him $25 for the work. He also didn't give me a hard time after that. I think he learned his lesson. Honestly, I respect the hustle, but clearly they did it in a very unsafe and dumb way. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, boss says I should quit because I like spending time on hobbies, so I did. I was working for a startup engineering firm, working as a piping design engineer. But since it was a startup firm, we didn't have a lot of manpower, and the ones we had weren't as qualified either. I was one of the very few qualified enough to handle a team of my own. The boss trusted me with almost everything. I was like the second in command after the boss, only because I was managing a lot of things on the side as a voluntary basis. Things like paycheck balancing, client meetings, quality assurance, documentation, and other stuff which he should have hired someone else to do. I was good at it and he took full advantage of it by giving me things to do that was never under my job description. One day, he had this bright idea that we should revamp our website to attract more clients. 
and he gave this project to his nephew, who had just graduated from college as a developer of sorts. After a week or so, the nephew came up with the first draft of the website, and the boss was fairly disappointed as it didn't look anywhere near to what he expected. He then called me in and asked me if I knew anything about website design. At that time, I was very much interested in UI slash UX and was doing an online course to learn about it more, so I told him that I'll see what I can do. I spent the next week full making a proper information architecture, wireframes and color guidelines that the nephew could pick up and build the website from scratch. In the end, the website looked futuristic and the boss was pretty happy. But during the week, my other responsibilities were put in a backlog and it just kept piling on. I knew I'd be able to cover it once I'm done with the website and didn't pay too much attention to it. The next week, my boss caught up with the backlog and called me into his cabin. He started yelling at me for all the responsibilities that I didn't attend to. I calmly told him that I was working on the website and it's not a big deal. I told him that I would clear it out as soon as possible, but he wasn't happy. He asked me why I spent so much time doing something that isn't even my responsibility. I told him I was learning about UI and UX and was pretty much interested to learn more. I obviously never thought about pursuing it as a career because, frankly, I was a mechanical engineer by qualification and didn't think jumping to IT would be easy. The boss snapped and told me that I should quit and pursue my hobby as a living. He said only then will I understand how lucky I am to have a job that pays. I kind of got offended because, one, he doesn't even pay me the worth of things I do for the company. He knew I could cover and yet took this as an opportunity to discipline me. I stepped out of this cabin, went to my desk and put in my resignation and went home. He called me a couple of times, asked me to revoke my resignation, and then made other people from the organization call me to convince me to come back. I wasn't having it at all. It's been two years now. I decided to pursue UI UX as a career now, and I'm working as a product designer in one of the biggest organizations in the country, with a pay that's almost 300% more than what I was getting as a mechanical engineer. Personally, I'm of the opinion that life is short. You only get one go around, and if there is something that you are legitimately passionate about, something that you wake up and you would love to do every single day, you should try to go for it, by all means. I think you're lucky if you have something that you know you would love to do. I would hate for anybody to feel like they've passed up an opportunity to at least try to pursue it. This next story is, Husband Complies With Wife's Demand. My favorite example of malicious compliance happened about 10 years ago. I'm a dentist, and one Saturday morning, I got a call on my cell from an older patient of mine. We're closed on the weekends. Doc, I've got a tooth that's just killing me, he said. I told him I lived just 10 minutes down the road, so why doesn't he just come in and I'll see if I could get him out of pain at least. Nah, Doc, he replied. I've got some Jack Daniels here and I'm doing just fine. My wife told me I had to call you, so I did. I'll call your office Monday morning and see you then. Then, he hung up. Still one of my favorite patients and favorite story to tell. I guess you got a little bit of that apply as needed medicine. Let's be real though, A, OP seems like a good dentist, and B, tooth pain isn't anything to mess around with, so I really hope until Monday that that Jack Daniels can really hold them over. This next story is, they refused me an office, I complied, they regretted it. I got my first grown-up job while I was finishing my bachelor's degree. 
I was just getting started in a highly technical and emerging field. Very few people back then were doing this kind of work, and I seemed to have an aptitude for it, which is probably why I got a job before I had any credentials. The department I was hired for was brand new and had the potential to take customers from other departments, while also generating net new business. Interestingly, the other departments had been offered the opportunity to start the service themselves, but refused, even actively trying to prevent it from happening. That's the reason I ended up in a malicious compliance situation. The leaders of all the other departments conspired to prevent me from getting an office. I didn't understand it first, because at that age, I didn't imagine professionals did petty, immature things. When I realized what was happening, I knew they'd get exposed if I went along with it. So I happily did my job wherever I could find a place, which often ended up being in the mailroom, where lots of people would notice. I hoped maybe the leaders would start to feel guilty or annoyed and change their minds, or they'd be caught by their bosses. Either way, problem solved for me without a fight. Little did I know how well it would go. I started to be well-liked by a lot of the leaders because they helped them with their computers. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. There was one leader who still inexplicably hated me. I never spoke with him, not even one word, but he continued to insist that I didn't need an office. I wasn't even the level of a secretary, according to him, which I took as a dig at my lack of a degree. I heard about him saying that from a friend who was in the meeting when they talked about changing their minds. It's too bad for them that they didn't change their minds because the president came through the mailroom multiple times and finally stopped, clearly annoyed. Why don't you work in your office? That was my golden moment. I had complied politely with not having an office. 
I sweetly told the president, I don't have an office. They said, what? Why not? I said, there isn't room. No space available. They say, according to whom? I say, Mr. So-and-so. They say, but you've been working here for, what, three months? They could have found a space for you by now. Ooh, the president was beat red at that point. I just smiled and said, my understanding is there is no space. The president literally stomped upstairs to the offices of Mr. So-and-so. I distinctly heard the yelling from downstairs. People outside probably heard it. The president came and brought me upstairs to the conference room where the leaders were all seated looking down. There were a pile of keys on the table. I was afraid at that point. Was she having me pick someone's office to take? While that might have been a sweet revenge, it wouldn't have been good for my working relationships with any of them. But no, she handed me a key to the conference room and said, This is your office. She scooped up the rest of the keys, which I learned later, were all their copies of the key to the conference room, and said, Your office is the largest office on campus. Even bigger than mine. Enjoy! And she walked out. That was probably the best drop-the-mic moment I've ever seen in my life. And the story ends with my compliance not only winning me that office, but all of the other leaders, except Mr. So-and-so, becoming great colleagues. Although there might be some oversight issues being exposed here, I think we can all agree that is a great leader in this place. There's no greater way that you can make up for this than that president giving you something that is honestly beyond what you could have even have asked for. Our next story is, you only want certified mail? Okay. I once worked for a company that provides therapy to children. The company owner was not licensed or credentialed to do this, but I am, so he hired me. I got hired, did my job, supervised the other workers, kept all files electronically, and kept the data up to date. Everything was HIPAA compliant. As time passed, I found out that he was committing insurance fraud. I knew I wanted to report him and quit, however, due to the type of therapy I do, I didn't want to leave the clients without therapy. They didn't do anything wrong. I decided to give my boss a four weeks notice so he could hire someone else and I could transfer care properly. My boss didn't like this plan or the fact that I wanted to quit, so he terminated me on the spot. I thought this was reckless of him, seeing that now he had no one on his staff who could legally supervise the therapy and sign off on clinical notes. I was the only one who could. When he fired me, he started slandering my name and telling lies about me. I work in a small area where everyone in my field knows everyone else in the field, and I wasn't about to have my reputation tarnished due to his lies. I hired an attorney to write a cease and desist letter. It was sent to him via certified mail. He didn't like this either. He reached out to me and said the company needed all of their materials back as well as client data. He said he would only accept it in certified mail. Of course, I wanted to send the books and materials I had back to him as well as transfer the data to him, but it didn't make sense to send hard copies of the data. It would be a lot easier to securely email the graft data I had. It would also make it easier on whomever took over my caseload as the data system and graphs would already be set up for them. I tried to explain this in my email reply, but he wasn't having it. He replied, I will no longer reply to you. I told you to send all materials in certified mail, and that's what I expect to happen. Cue malicious compliance. 
I printed all of the raw data and graphs I had. This ended up being about 200 pages worth of information. When it printed, it looked all wonky and extremely difficult to read across that many pages. As I was packing the books, materials, and 200 pages of printed data into the box to be sent, I accidentally dropped it and the paper scattered everywhere. I picked them up, but they were all out of order and impossible to tell how to put them back in order. So I just boxed everything up out of order and sent it to him certified mail with signature. I know he received the package. I don't know what he had the person he hired after me do because what was sent to him was unusable, hard-to-read prints of the data. The only thing that I think could have been done was to have the new person recreate the entire system, decipher the order of the 200 pages of data, and input it manually. This would take many months. Maybe next time he won't be such a jerk, and he'll listen when his employee says it doesn't make sense to send hard copies of the data. Does anybody else think that this company, regardless, should not exist and that OP should report them to somebody? Honestly, I feel like OP should just destroy whatever copies of the data they had, not forward it on, and just cease and desist any slanderous claims that they made. Actually, it turns out that OP reported them to an insurance fraud investigator, the company mysteriously disappeared, and then that guy opened up a new company later on. So I guess this guy will continue running through traffic until eventually he does get hit. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.